Hey, good evening, everybody. This is Mrs. Ford. You know what time it is. Time for some English teacher radio. That's what time it is. Okay, guys, got to check the time. Always check the time for you. Okay, it's Thursday, March 20-something. Just kidding, March 26th, um, 8.39 p.m. Um, I'm sitting here in front of my computer, and I got a list of things that I want to talk to you guys about. Um, I hope everything is going well for you and just so we're just, well, I guess I'll say that to later. I was going to talk about what you should be doing for my class, but I won't talk about that right now. First, I want to tell you, tell you a little bit about my day and the silver lining of my day. Um, then we're going to talk about content and then we're going to talk about everybody's favorite part of the show, which is shout outs. Okay. So let's get started. Um, well, the day was a lot like every other day. I made pancakes in the morning. I really stocked up on pancake mix. Oh my gosh, you guys, wait, I forgot to tell you this. I went to the store. I don't even know if you guys are allowed out of your houses right now, but it was, it, it, it was a terrifying experience and it's pretty much because I terrified myself. But if you have to go to the store, um, or if you've gone to the store or if your parents have gone to the store, oh my gosh, never did I think it would be so scary. I stayed six feet away from everyone. I wore gloves. I did not wear a mask, but plenty of people were, I shouldn't say plenty. There were not a lot of people in the store. I went first thing in the morning. I tried to go to this like really small grocery store where it wouldn't be super crowded. That was kind of my goal. Um, I went to the store and I like was in and out as quickly as possible. Every time I turned down the aisle and saw someone, I would run the other direction. It's just, it's just weird. Isn't it weird how your brain adapts so fast? Like two weeks ago, my store behavior was totally inappropriate for a pandemic, but not today, guys. Anyway, the good news is I stocked up on pancake mix. Um, The other good news is I think from here on out, I'm going to be doing delivery. So I don't know how y'all are doing groceries in your house, but I had to go today because we were just straight up out of some stuff. So I went, I survived, um, I stayed away from everyone. And uh, yeah, I mean, I I feel for the people who have to be there all day, but the guy who owns the store, he like knows everyone in the store and he was walking around talking to people and he seemed very calm. And I think he just, you know, obviously wants to let people know that it's okay to be at his store. But is it? Whew. Not sure how closely all of y'all are following the news. Um, But yeah, we're heading straight up the curve, Um, straight up that line. And it's getting pretty crazy out there. So stay home, just just like Instagram tells you to. Stay home, stay home, stay home. No need to go. Um, Oh, what was the silver? So that was like super early. It was like eight in the morning. I went to the store. And then um, a silver lining of my day was that with all this extra time, and I'm sure a lot of you are doing this, we're like taking on a lot of house projects. So we went through the storage room of our basement today and it was, you know, filled with just like totally disorganized from us taking everything out and not putting it back. So that was actually really nice. When you're an adult, you'll realize how satisfying it it is to organize a storage room. Or maybe you're like that as a teenager. You really like organizing your closet or your drawers or whatever. Um, but it's nice when everything has its place and you can actually find stuff. I have not always lived my life that way, but I would recommend knowing where everything is. 
So that was a really nice silver lining to take the time to do that. We have about a million more house projects to go and things get a little hairy with the children. We typically make them help us. And so far they haven't rebelled, but there was a lot of eye rolling. I think you know what I mean, teenagers. Um, but overall it was very successful. And then we had a really nice family dinner. I made lasagna. I think it was the best batch of lasagna I've ever made. I was really proud of it. My daughter said it was the greatest dinner. She, she had some proclamation. She said, this is the best dinner I've ever eaten. And then two minutes later, she changed it and said, this is the silliest dinner I've ever eaten. So, you know, you never know. Um, so that was the silver lining of my day, cleaning out the storage room. And, you know, you can't beat a, lasagna, a nice warm lasagna dinner on a rainy night. Okay, guys, let's talk about some things related to AP Lit. Numero uno. I put a Google form in classroom and I said, hey, give me your questions about chapters one through three. What do you want to know? Like if we were in class and you came in and I was like, okay, before we discuss chapters one through three, what questions do you have? Um, I did not get very many responses, everybody. And I understand we're not on a deadline. You know, you, you are reading this when you have time to read it. But I'm just letting you know, when you finish chapters one through three, I would like you to ask me some questions. Wait, I take that back. If you have questions, I would like you to post them. And I mean, I guess I don't need to know, like, do you understand the plot? Like, what are you curious about? Maybe that's a better way of phrasing the Google form. What are you curious to know more about? Like, what are you wondering about? What are you confused about? Um, what do you want clarification on? Put those questions in Google form. I, I know I probably mentioned this yesterday, but I really am sad about the fact that we cannot discuss this book. Um, you know, we could do a Zoom call of some sort if you guys were interested, but that would require that like everyone on the call would have the same, you know, was like up to the same point in the book. And, um, you know, if, if we can, if some people are on track and they want to do a Zoom call or maybe I'll like throw that option out every week if people want to discuss the book, but I'm going to, I'm going to give you guys this week to get started on it. But when you're done reading, I want you to post your questions. One question that I got that I thought was such a good question was how do they pick the wives? And I love that question. And I'm going to tell you why I love that question. First of all, the person asking the question understands that the institution of marriage in this culture is extremely unlike the one that we are used to. Of course, it's it's polygamy, but at the same time, um, it's even though you know we have monogamy and they have polygamy in our culture, you choose the person that you're married to. It's not arranged by the family. Um, but still, this person who asked this question understands that there's probably a lot of differences in this culture when it comes to marriage. And you would be right, person. Um, the author, Chino Achebe, he is going to give us every single major ceremony that any culture would have in part one and part two. We're going to have a wedding. We're going to have a funeral. We're going to have holidays. We're going to have... Um, we're going to have people like bringing issues of, uh, you know, like two neighbors are going to quarrel. They're going to figure out how to solve that. 
we're going to have everything that you would have in our world, but we're going to do it in the Ebo world. And I think that's a genius move on a Chebe's part because he's trying to show you all the facets of the culture. But what I loved about the question was if you think about it, like not if you think about it, but the, the cool part about this book is that so much of what we have, what you have read, what you have been taught has been from the West. Okay. So yeah, dead white guys. Sure. That those are all very popular in, in AP lit or not in AP lit, but in, in English courses, but the most dominant perspective has been a Western perspective. So even like, for example, like Alice Walker, okay. That's a African-American female. So she offers diversity, but, um, well, actually there's a lot of things about that book that do connect with things. Well, but anyway, but all of it is this Western perspective of here's how society in America used to work, right? Um, everything, everything that you've read sort of, I don't want to say it's like, how do I say this? Everything that you've read, like a lot of references in Western literature, or sorry, a lot of major works of literature, a lot of Western major works of literature, they draw their illusions from like very common places for us, the Bible, Greek and Roman literature, right? Let's just start there. The Bible and Greek and Roman literature are everywhere in the things that we read, right? And even if you're, even if you don't practice Christianity or even if you have, you know, even if Jesus is not a person that you think about in your own religious life, you would know who he was because he, his role in the world has influenced Western literature. Same with Greek and Roman mythology. When we get to things fall apart, the coolest thing about this book is it has zero, none of those references. So certain things are going to happen and you're going to be like, whoa, why do they think that? And then it's going to be like, oh yeah, the only reason why I think the opposite of this is because I've been so heavily influenced by Western literature, storytellers, religion, blah, 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 blah. The list goes on and on. I'm going to give you one example. And then the other examples I really don't want to talk about because I want you to read but one example is the snake, okay? The snake in, in everything. What, like if I say the word, what do you associate with a snake? Everyone listening, most people, maybe not my zoology freaks, but most people are going to say, oh, a snake is associated with evil, right? Because of Adam and Eve, um, every Disney movie that had like the jungle book, the snake's always the bad guy. And all the children's stories, the snake's always the bad guy, right? He's always strangling people. Um, so the snake is always bad. That's like a Western concept rooted in the, rooted in the Bible. Okay. In the evil world, they worship the Python. Okay. Like they worship the Python. Um, it's a, you know, a horrible crime to kill a snake. So just little things like that, which I think are so interesting you know, we don't realize how many belief systems or beliefs are ingrained in us just because of the stories that we've been told our whole lives. But there are a million things that have been, in, in, been ingrained in us. One thing, of course, to go back to the original question, is that in our culture, you only marry one person. Well, technically, you only marry one person at a time. We've sort of, you know, made that rule now. But like you only marry one person. That's our belief system. But there are actually other belief systems when it comes to marriage. Small digression here. One time on Netflix, I think I told some of my glasses this. 
I watched the show. Shoot, what was it called? It was called like Many Wives. I don't know. One Man, Many Wives. I can't remember. But it was about a community. I think they're in Utah, present day. And they're, I, I want to say they're Mormon. Sorry, Mormons, if you know that's not what it is. Um, but they're of a certain religious group and they practice polygamy. The one man is married to three or three women, I think at the beginning, and then he's considering bringing in another woman. And I watched a couple episodes. It was like, I couldn't believe it. First of all, the, the biggest immediate takeaway was like the, the women had these insane braids. Like I loved their braids. And then I realized, oh, all of the adult women have such awesome braids in their hair because they have other adult women around to do their hair. So I don't know where I was going with that, but I watched the show and I think I went in thinking like, oh, these people have it all wrong and these women are being taken advantage of and this is just patriarchy like on a completely different and disgusting scale. And it's not that I didn't think those things by the end, but it was just much more complex than I thought. Um, okay. Let's get back to polygamy in this book. I know I talked about this yesterday, but there is something about the society where, like we said, if food is not kept under lock and key, food is not at the store in the Igbo culture. Food is in your backyard and you have no employees. The only people who work your land are your family. So the bigger your family is, the more food you have. So if you want to have a huge family, you need to not have a kid once a year. Um, you need to have a bunch of kids over the span of a small amount of time. And the way that you accomplish that is by having more than one wife. Now, you can expect 100% many examples in this society of hypermasculinity. Um, women are going to get beat up. Uh, children are going to get beat up. Like, there's all sorts of negative things that maybe you thought were going to happen that may happen, but it's just not going to be so two dimensional. Um, you're also going to see women in relationships with men that they really adore. And then you will also see women in relationships with men where the man does absolutely nothing and the women run around like they're his, you know, servants basically. Um, but there's more than one story here. And I, there are many stories here. And I think that's a big component. Um, someone else in Google forms asked me, where can I get this book? Hmm. If you're that person, I need you to email me directly and we will figure out a way. I know I've mentioned this before. I'm going to um, continue to look online if there are free resources posted for students, but it can be really hard to get books online for free. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, just because of copyright issues. Um, if you have an Audible subscription, you can get on Audible. If you have a um, an, app, an app on your phone that's connected to your library, you can get it through that. Um, if you have Amazon Prime, you could order it. Um, I don't know if you want to do that. I'm certainly not telling you you have to order it, but I'm not sure that it would just be like a free PDF somewhere, but maybe, you know, you know more than I do. Uh, the last, okay. So that's it for content for the day, guys. So keep reading, keep writing, e um, post your questions to the Google feedback or the, sorry, the Google form. And then, um, the last part of the day, of course, shout outs. Okay. If you guys haven't seen me on Instagram tonight, um, go tell me what book you're reading. And, and I would like to, I would like to come up with a list for you guys. Um, I know some of you, this is an assumption. Maybe this is wrong. You don't want to like 
tell me in comments what book you're reading because maybe you don't want people to know that you're a huge book nerd, but I don't know why you wouldn't be super proud of that. Anyway, tell me what book you're reading. Okay. I would love to know. Not just think, well, if you're reading Things Fall Apart only, that's great. Tell me that you're reading Things Fall Apart. If you have another book that you, um, that you're reading for fun, I would love to know what you're reading for fun. In English 11, um, we were about to start The Great Gatsby, but you guys probably know that I'm not allowed to assign new work to that class, so we can't. So I'm really encouraging sustained silent reading for them, and I would love to give them some good recommendations on what people are reading. So tell me what you're reading in on Instagram tonight, okay? Um, shout out to, oh, you guys, yesterday, Poetry Wednesday, I posted Golden Retrievals, and then Allie Bonello said I should have posted Malash's poem. Oh, that was such a good idea, Allie Bonello. Guys, I think next Wednesday for Poetry Wednesday, I'm going to try to Skype Malash. I'm going to see if we can do an interview about um, his poem because I loved it and I hope you read it. If you haven't read it, you're crazy. Go find it. Um, thanks for the message, Allie. Um, Ella Carlson, I see you, girl. I see you reading. Um, Natalie Mara, thank you so much for the recommendation. And Jacob turned in some work. Holler at ya. Those are my shout outs for the night, guys. Keep reading. Keep writing. Stay hopeful. I love you all very much. I hope you have a great night.